The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 50th Seed, a 1989 adventure game from ICOM, Shadow Games. And its opponent, the 15th Seed, a 1989 beat-em-up from Technos, River City Ransom. Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say but round two. Fight! Episode 38 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, this is our second round two episode, and today we are discussing the number 15 seed River City Ransom as it takes on number 50 Shadowgate. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week we saw Adventures of Lolo 3, our very first winner get knocked out in the very first matchup of round two as RC Pro-Am moves on to round three. Uh, and one of these two games from 1989 will be joining it. Uh, we always start talking about the underdog, which in this case is the number 50 seed as determined by IGN's list of the 100 best games for the NES. Uh, a 1989 adventure game from ICOM, Shadowgate beat Ice Climber in episode four way back when. And I regret everything. <laughs> do you do you do you remember ice climber i do but i don't we'll talk about it <laughs> um yeah this one did not age as well uh i loved it back in april or whenever it was we played it the first time and i thought i was just kind of okay this time um a big part of it is that last or two months ago now uh our, our our Halloween week episode, we played Maniac Mansion, which is yeah. another, you know, kind of point-and-click adventure like Shadowgate, just done way better. Um, so Shadowgate, you know, it's not fair to compare the two, but also the entire purpose of this podcast is to compare games to each other. So I don't feel totally wrong by saying I was disappointed this time around by Shadowgate. Yeah, I... As a lot of viewers or listeners know, and you, uh, I don't like this type of game. I just realized I just did not like it. And it was really, really rough to do another hour of this game. I just I just feel like it's super slow. Yeah. The music is okay. It's not I don't know, man. I got like really sleepy playing it. It was <laughs> it was really hard playing through this hour. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I also, and we were talking about this before we started recording, I didn't realize the first time around, neither of us did, that there was a save function in the game. So we both started from scratch this time. We did. And I got really frustrated because I missed something this time around, and I couldn't make it as far as I did last time. I Somewhere along the way, I missed a step that I had already done in April, 
And, like, I was stuck in the same couple of rooms going back and forth trying to figure out what I had missed until time ran out. Um, see, I, I think I liked the music a little better than you did. Um, yeah. But it is. It's really simple. Um, it's really repetitive. Um, but I do feel like it kind of, you know, fits the mood of what it is. Um, yeah, I will say that. It does fit the mood. But, oh, man, the mood is just, like... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like now it would. I don't, don't want to say the music reminds me of Bloodborne, but it definitely reminds me of like a Dark Soul game where it's like very dark and very. I don't know. If 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 the eight bit era could do hymns, it would be <laughs> nothing but that. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see like. I remember like, like, oh. my mind being blown the first time I played Halo, and like that, you know, the the choral started singing. Yeah, like, ah, yeah that, that totally would have been the kind of music that Shadowgate would have if that was hundred percent back in hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had forgotten that the music changes when your torch is about to burn out, so I did die a couple of times from my torch burning out. I did at one point with about five minutes left in the hour I just ran out of torches um, so I just started the game over <laughs> um, <laughs> because every time you know you would start back up with a torch you had but then when it burned out you died because I'd already grabbed all the torches from the walls of all the rooms I could get to I only died 16 times this time around I don't oh, remember how many it was the first time but it was significant it was like more. 20 it was it was a lot because now you're so used to it. Now you're right. <laughs> you know how you know what to do in these games. Yeah, I remember the first time we played. I was like, I don't know how to move. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, I mean, again, going back to Maniac Mansion, like Maniac Mansion, if you wanted to go somewhere, you just clicked where you wanted to go, and they'd walk there. Here, you had to make sure you had move selected. Because if you didn't deselect after whatever the last thing you did was, it would try to, like, take the door or right. whatever. It's like, no, obviously I just want to walk over there. But Yeah, this game, honestly, <laughs> I was very dis- I, I remember playing and I was like, I'm very disappointed. Ice Climbers won <laughs> or lost. <laughs> I was like, Ice Climbers was a mess because the controls of that game was just yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. I that's I I have no I have no regrets about that. Um, I still think Shadowgate's a better game, but um, it's it definitely doesn't hold up as well now that we've played so many other games. Like in Episode Four, it seemed way better than it does here in Episode Thirty Eight. And we we yeah. played so many other games between then and now that. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah and because the, the next game is yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so let's get, get into that. Uh, River City Ransom did get a first round buy. Uh, it is a 1989 beat-em-up from Technos, known in Japan as, I'm going to butcher this, so I apologize in advance, as Downtown Neketsu Monogatari. Uh, it's the third game right. featuring this character design uh, after Renegade and Super Dodgeball. The story is that Alex and Ryan are battling through gang-riddled River City to rescue Ryan's girlfriend, Cindy, 
Each new section of the city is the turf of one of nine themed color-coded gangs, and they must punch and kick or use various melee weapons to get to River City High School and a final showdown with Slick. It was not a success initially, but has grown to become a cult favorite over the years, uh, to the point where it's number 15 on IGN's list of 100 best games for the NES. Games Radar called it the 11th best NES game in uh, 2014, after having it at number 7 two years earlier. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I freaking love this game. This I is agree. a childhood favorite. Yeah. And it a hundred percent holds up. Yeah, this is the first time I played it. I was like, this game felt like a Yakuza game. Yeah, it's just like yes, you got to beat him up, but with the story and mm-hmm. it just felt so. I don't know. <laughs> it felt very reminiscent of a Yakuza game if you ever played it. Yeah. Well, and there's, you know, it's kind of an action RPG in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because you can, like, you can improve your stats by, you know, reading books or eating food or, you know, whatever. Like, you can learn new abilities by reading certain books. You can, like, there's there's so many ways to kind of level yourself up and get stronger or faster or whatever. Um, yeah, it's... It, it's just, I mean, I, I have a ton of notes on this one, so I'm just going to start at the top and start working my way down. Uh, because we could right. just, just, you know, effusive praise. We could just keep talking about how great it is. Um, my first note was, it sounds like childhood. Like, as soon as that <laughs> music started up, I, like, yeah. I, was, I was seven years old again, playing this with my sister on our NES. Um, it's a great mix that I've talked about it being a beat-em-up and RPG. I did yep. make a note that in a in a Me Too world, ordering a smile at the cafe uh, hits a little different now than it did in 1989. Um, yeah. Made me, made me really <laughs> uncomfortable. I had to do it once just for old time's sake, but it was also like, ooh, that would not fly in 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. You know, I didn't even think about it like that, but yeah. Yeah. That would not... I do so good, but different era, different time. True, very true. different place. Japan always different, right? That, that, that so is true. that's true. Um, I did also note that it is a significantly harder game playing at one player. Um, I was so used to playing at co-op through my entire childhood that it was a major adjustment to playing it just by myself. Yeah, um, I still. It's got that same thing that Double Dragon does where you press A and B together to jump. And I still don't like that. Uh, that's that's maybe my only <laughs> knock on the game is that I don't like the jump mechanic. Yeah. Um, that did, You're right. That was kind of wonky a little yeah. bit. Especially, like, the, the you can kind of get by it for the first large chunk of the game. But the first time I really noticed it being a problem was... In that warehouse where you fight, I can't remember which one of the mini bosses. Yeah, I know what you're is, talking about. Where you yeah, have to like the... jump up the boxes. Yes. And then across. That was annoying. It, unless you time that jump just right, you keep just like bouncing back down the stack. Yeah. Um, so that's annoying. I also noticed I ran into walls a few times for no reason. Um, where I'd be like standing next to a wall and go to turn, and for some reason it would think I had like double tapped. And so I would just yeah. slam into the wall and take damage. 
Um, that w- that was weird. I, ha- I also had that, but I don't think that was a problem. Was that a problem in the Nintendo version? Uh, yeah, because I was playing the the console. Oh, you were playing that the con- controller, oh, okay. but but I didn't notice as bad no, I, as when I was playing Lolo yeah. last week. Um, I was definitely running into that problem too, so I don't think it was a controller. Well, I mean, I am playing it with a game uh, Nintendo controller, so maybe. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I, th- I think that was just a a. Uh, a symptom of the game, um, which I mean, that's that stinks, but it's you know not a game breaker. It's you just you know you learn after a while to not let yourself get caught up against a wall. Um, the sound design is so good, like yeah. the punches and kicks sound painful, uh, even all the way down to like there's <laughs> at one point I was fighting a guy who was holding a box over his head to throw at me like a wood crate. And I jumped up and kicked it because uh, I, I missed him and hit the box instead. And it made this really satisfying, like, bonk noise. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's, that's adorable. I love that. Um, but there's like a, you know, a thwack when you hit somebody with the chain and like the, the sound of the garbage can tumbling. Uh, it's, just, it's just really, really good. It's good, man. This game, I think it's ahead of its time. Yeah. I really do. A hundred percent. Um, I did kind of an inside joke for me. Um, the generic dudes, how all the the guys in the generic dudes' names rhyme. Two of the members are Barry and Terry, which is the name of my father-in-law and his dad. Um, so that just made me chuckle that Barry and Terry are generic dudes. Um, <laughs> okay, one minor nit to pick here. Um, I love that you can read and eat to improve your stats, but in a modern RPG, it would tell you what stats you're going to improve when you eat or read it. So you could see, like, do I want to eat the, you know, shrimp fried pork? Shrimp fried pork? That sounds shrimp disgusting. Fried pork. Shrimp, shrimp fried <laughs> rice or the pork whatever at the, you know, at Mao's or whatever Chinese restaurant you're at. Shrimp fried pork. That just sounds... It's, well, one that's like way against what, what the, is that? the Bible. Um, that's, <laughs> that's swine and shellfish. Um, but um, I'm trying to envision that that dish. But you would just eat it and it would be like, you know, your stamina is maxed out. Your punch is three up. Your jump is two up. It's like, I wish I had known before that what I was going to be boosting so that I could like concentrate on certain skills um but again that's a minor thing it was one of the first games to ever do something like that so yeah hard to hold like modern expectations against it right right um, that's a thing you would just power it up and you're like oh hopefully it's the thing i want <laughs> right yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd pull up your stats once in a while and be like oh when i my kicks are really good but my speed is terrible you know, that's the thing. When I was playing the game, I didn't really notice the stats. Like, I was just like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you. It there's really, you there's not a yeah. huge difference unless you learn the techniques. Like, if you right. get, like, stone hands or whatever, acro something. The one that makes you, like, flip when you jump and you jump harder, jump higher. Um, acro circus, I think it's called. Um and like dragon kick or dragon foot i think i think it is a dragon kick yeah i I know i use that so there's those are definitely noticeable but the little like the the stamina and 
you know, your max health, obviously, you notice, but your, uh, right. Yeah, like your punch and your kick and your speed don't feel like they have as much of an impact on the game as the skills do. They really don't. And like I said, uh, I don't think, like, yeah, you need some moves, but you can really beat the game without. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, most of yeah. it is timing based. So those things help. But, yeah, it's just a matter of knowing, like, okay, well, I, I need to not be here because he's about to throw those brass knuckles at my head. And then that'll right. give me a couple of frames to run over there and, and hit him before he can recover. Uh, yeah, you can definitely do that with your kind of your base abilities. Um, so, it, it, based on a brief conversation we had beforehand, it sounds like we, we don't quite disagree on what the best weapon in the game is. I personally right. lean toward the chain, uh, just because of the reach. Um, and I, I love just a garbage can or, or <laughs> whatever you could carry. I dream, I feel like I cheated the game a little bit, to be honest. Because <laughs> um, literally in the, the last couple like minutes I was playing the game, I just had that thing and I was just swinging away. And it, <laughs> took, it took me to the end. I was like, wow. Nice. <laughs> Um, I do think that it's very satisfying when enemies get caught in like friendly fire. Like you try and throw something at you and you miss it and it winds up hitting their teammate uh, or their fellow yeah. gang member. That's yeah. really fun. No, uh, it's just great, man. It, it, it makes you feel like this world is real. Like yeah. it makes like and it's for for an big game. Yeah, and with it, like super cartoony something. graphics, but it's got a depth to it that. I, we, I don't think we've played a game that feels like I love your choice the word real because that's very much I, I don't think we've played a game that feels this real yet on the show honestly and like yes it's it's not like super realistic but it's a weird weird feeling it's a weird <laughs> like um like I said like it, it feels like a Yakuza game yeah um I did one other note I have is that the um benny when you fight benny and clyde in that park yeah i put that benny looks like matthew patel from scott pilgrim versus the world it's <laughs> um, like the way his hair like swoops over the one eye um oh my gosh um, pirates are in that's right yes. <laughs> <laughs> um i love the animation in the sauna um i just think that's so funny when he you know was like wiping himself with a towel and you see his little 8-bit butt um, that's very funny that's another good thing i thought the cutscenes are pretty good too yeah well not cutscenes, but you know the yeah, story the story stuff like when yeah Roxy the story was me too yeah. and the story was pretty good um oh and this, i did i did make it i don't know when roxy comes yeah. and meets you and she's talking about how you know rant, you're gonna have to get through was it randy and andy or whatever their names are she describes them as, they're clowns, but they're very strong, which I made a note of that is a terrifying mental image. <laughs> uh, you get their like, like, proto-clown from the tick, and it's like, oh no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> or like, uh, freaking Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Oh, just... gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown, but very strong. Oh, no. No, thank you. Mercifully, they were not actual clowns. They just clown around clowns yeah um, yeah it was very it was kind of realistic they didn't have a crazy boss they were all really just like yeah they were just people teens. some of them were stronger than others or yeah had you know better skills like slick is you know the best martial artist in the game 
so it makes sense that he's the final boss but um but yeah there's not you know comparing him to like gary from the generic dudes like he's not like nine feet tall and wearing armor you know what's funny uh, sorry go ahead with your... no 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 that's i mean that's basically yeah. what it was was me just saying he's just he's just a dude who happens to be really good at karate i wish we played this game the first round because uh a friend of the show rhino didn't he ask us a question of like if we were to make a movie out of any of the games we played yeah what would it be uh-huh. this would definitely be one 100 <laughs> percent. i would still make a river city ransom game yeah like that's like or a movie i mean it's it, it's just it's, so good like it feels like it could be like a uh big trouble in little china yeah but like not as fantastic more like right. grounded you know yeah no low pan <laughs> you know no immortal yeah, no, sorcerers right uh, no with the magic powers or anything yeah. but or it would know, be it like a be... like a good version of the double dragon movie like <laughs> just, just two dudes beating people or like a to keep it in the Kurt Russell family, like an Escape from L.A. or Escape from New York, like where it's just you know badass dude going around beating people up, it just wouldn't be you know post-apocalyptic, right? Yeah, maybe there is. Maybe we just don't know, and there is a game or a movie based off of it or something. There, I, I feel like that would have come up when I was looking it up. True for this, but see, ransom movie. I'm just gonna look and see. Anybody? Also, if anybody thinks Shadowgate has a flying chance to beat this game, I think you came to the wrong pod. Somebody, <laughs> there's a fan movie from 2004 called River City Rumble, um, which is, I mean, it's it looks like it's exactly the same thing. Um, but aside awesome. from that. Yeah, there's a couple articles about the underground live-action film. But yeah, nobody... I wonder who has the movie rights to that. Maybe I should write a River City Ransom movie. Yeah, man. Like, opposite schools, rivals, fighters. Yeah. Like West Side Story <laughs> without the singing. Right. Which I guess makes it Romeo and Juliet. But I mean... Set in a high school with going around and... Like learning. Wow, I, I never even thought about that. West Side Story, Romeo, Juliet. Oh yeah, it's the exact same story. <laughs> it's just it's just rival gangs instead of rival houses. I guess so. I guess they do fall in love and yeah, huh. yeah. Maria is a hundred percent Juliet, and uh, what, Tony, is that his name, is uh, is yeah. definitely Romeo. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I guess we are at the point cause we, you know, we just, Ricky just teased it a little bit. Uh, let's throw it over to Ryan O with his, uh, his new song that he created for us for round two. Yeah. Let's talk about how far we made it in both of these. Uh, I think Ricky kind of choreographed or telegraphed his answer a little bit there uh, from last week <laughs> and last week yeah uh, let's, <laughs> so let's talk about Shadowgate first um i mentioned that i didn't make it as far this time as i did the time before 
Um, last time I had made it to the room with the three mirrors and you smash the mirror in the middle and there's a door and then you go through the door and there's like a specter on the other side and that was when time ran out. For the life of me, I could not find the key to open that door. So I yeah. kept backtracking over and over again and that was where I got stuck. Was I couldn't I... make it any further than that. I got yeah, to I, like to the dragon, and I got all of the stuff from the room with the dragons. So I had the the sword and the shield and the slingshot and the 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 helmet and all of that. I had the um, like I'd gone. I grabbed the key out of the book that was in the hallway, and like I had done all of that. I got the I got the hammer, but I just I got stuck at that door and couldn't figure out what I had done the first time that I wasn't doing this time. And then time ran out. Yeah, I didn't get far. I, I'll be honest, guys. I did not give this game a second chance because I hated it. So <laughs> I, I, I remember I was stuck at one door and I just gave up. So I'll give, I'm going to give you the point. All I right. don't want it. I don't want to play this game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm sorry. Because I know what Ricky's about to say. I will say, when I play yeah, River City Ransom... How far Ransom, did you go? Yeah, how I, far did you go? I made it to just past the sauna. Because you fight Benny and Clyde again outside that spa. Oh, you, you were so close. I know I was done. Because I, I have beaten it before. So yeah. I know I was close. But I ran out of time in that like the next place after you fight Benny and Clyde again. Oh. So I was... If I'd had like 15 more minutes, I would have beat the game. You would have beat it. I, but, where um, did you get stuck? I'm guessing you got stuck somewhere. I got stuck early. Um, uh, not not Moose, because I beat Moose pretty easily. The, the, like the first mini the, boss yeah. that shows up. Uh, not Benny and Clyde. The, uh, the zombie guy in the park got me a few times. Blade? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I lost to him a couple of times. I, I, I did too, though. It's weird. And then there were a few times where I just like, I just like, you know, bad timing on my part. I would just like get beat down by you know generic dudes or the mob or uh, the jocks or whoever, and I would just like get caught between two of them, and they would just kind of cheap shot kill me, and then I would have to go back to you know the mall or whatever. Um, yeah, and I would just I just kind of. It was like a couple of deaths in inconvenient places, and I'd have to like, just like fight my way back through a whole series of things. Like I would get because you it would always respawn you at the like the last shopping center you were at. Yeah, and I would like die the screen before the next shopping center, and so I would have to like play through you know five or six turfs again. So it was like I know like I was I was really really close to beating it. And I just, I just didn't. Have you were close because I died too many times in like not cheap ways because it was my fault. It wasn't like the game screwed me. I, you know, I will readily admit that it was my fault. I just, uh, I just didn't have enough time. Well, guys, I did beat the game. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I sure did. I faced that one dude, and it was pretty hard uh, because. What's his name? What's the last Slick. Stick. Slick. Because not only do you fight Slick, he also has, like, minions that you have uh -huh. to fight, too. 
Because you gotta fight. You also gotta fight your way through like Randy and Andy or. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, if you have that trash can, (laughs) so easy. Yeah, maybe I need to trade in my chain next time around and just go with the trash can. You gotta do the trash can. You just bam, bam. It's like one hits. But it's so funny, dude, because when you beat the game, they tell you the history of what happens to the characters. Yeah, it's the last thing like fast times at Ridgemont High, where it's like. Yeah, the gangs become honor roll students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you literally knock sense into them. It's so funny. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. But yeah, I beat this game. I yeah. beat it in an hour and 40 minutes. Ooh, well, you were. See, if I had had those extra 20 it was minutes close. you didn't use, it was I, would... <laughs> I would have finished it. But you would have finished yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, man, you probably. Somebody slowed you down. Yeah, you I, I don't remember right specifically track. which one. I, mean, I can go back and rewatch the stream again. But yeah, I just I feel like it was just like a lot of like little nickel and dime things. I would just you know lose in inconvenient places and have to backtrack. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say something a little controversial here, and I'm gonna oh. pull up some notes just to kind of see if I am overreacting here. But of the, what, 74 games that we've played so far? Yeah. This might be my favorite. I'm struggling oh. to think of anything. Like, there are a lot of great games that we played, like all the Mega Mans. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, Wizards and Warriors is great. Metal Storm. Um, yeah, I, this, I agree. This is up there. I feel like there was another game that really shocked me. I was like, man, I enjoyed the crap out of this game. I'm trying to remember which one it is, but it, I mean, I beat it. So obviously I was hooked. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's only the second game either of us have beaten. You've done both of them. Uh, this and rad racer. Yeah. Um, Rad racer was good. Uh, but like putting yeah. like comparing it to all the games that have won so far, I'd put it ahead of Lolo Three, Kung Fu, obviously Shadowgate. Oh, by the way, we haven't actually said River City Ransom wins. Yeah, like, this... yeah. <laughs> there's uh, no. Yeah, there's yeah. this, uh, and there's I even, even like a... Shadowgate, but <laughs> it's it's no contest. River City Ransom is just so good. Like, there's a lot of really great games on that list. Plus RC Pro Am last week. Um. I still think that of those 74, you know, including all the games that lost, obviously, I I think River City Ransom is my favorite game we've played so far. Yeah, I'll go with it, too. I think it's just a solid game, man. Yeah. And it also helps that you have so much nostalgic to it. Yeah. You know, playing yeah. it when you were young with your sister, so... Yeah, that's, that's true, too. That probably yeah. does kind of... Yeah kind of put a finger on the scale to make it a little unbalanced. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, yeah, it's River City Ransom beating Shadow. Heck game. of a game, man. Yeah. I'm te- uh, I really want to, I kind of want to buy the original game, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, play it again for sure, but definitely uh, play it, uh, get the original version. Oh, I wonder if it's expensive. I don't know, but. Um, I feel like it might be. Let me. I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah at this point, real quick. Uh, while we're. Um. 
Oh, jeez. Somebody's oh, selling no. it still in the shrink wrap package for $9.99.99. But that seems way... Yeah, here's one. Oh. There's a an auction for a pre-owned just cartridge for $16.80. Oh. So that's... I mean, that's still... You know, it's a little steep, but it's... You know, for just the cartridge, for a you know, kind of a cult favorite. Wait, sixteen eighty a grand? No, 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 sixteen dollars and eighty cents. Oh, okay. I was like, what the? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, that open the the shrink wrap one for a thousand dollars is the one that's that's the high one, and the low one is this sixteen eighty auction. Gotcha. Well, the shrink wrap didn't Mario just become the most expensive game ever? Super Mario three, like in a shrink wrap, sold for like. Got a, a huge amount of money. Maybe. Um, I, just, I think that just happened a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, I just found an article about it. Published seven hours ago. Rare copy of Super Mario 3 sold at auction. $156,000. My gosh. The first, the opening bid was sixty-two grand, but twenty different bidders started raising the price. While the condition of the game is remarkable, what makes this copy even more singular is the layout of the packaging itself. Exceedingly rare are sealed copies with the word "Bros" formatted to the left, covering one of Mario's signature white gloves. Collectors have spent years looking for such a version, the earliest in production history, and usually come up empty-handed. Huh. So that yeah, is interesting. It's, it's a misprint. It's a yeah, because the like the the more famous one, Bros, is over Mario's head, and there's nothing to the left of his hand. But yeah, I'm looking at the the art of the one that sold, and yeah, Bros is under the M in Mario and like overlapping his right hand rather than centered over his head. Interesting. Well, so apparently that's out- the first printing of the game had that. Yeah, it turns out AJ Styles bought it. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's where he got his inspiration. If he if he flipped his hands the other way around, it would have the Mario Three logo. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is, wow, man! I am in the wrong business. I should be finding rare games and selling them at auction. Honestly, or... I, I mean back. I used to be that guy. I, I remember when the PS2 era, I used to get a whole bunch of rare games. And, oh, my God, I would flip them. Like, I remember going to a little t- – I remember I had Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And at the time, it was super hard to get. And it was a rare – it was when the PS2 had the blue DVDs. Remember the Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. way old school, huh? And I got it for a hundred dollars, and I sold it for four hundred dollars. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. That's... So I remember I used to flip a whole bunch of not flip, but I used to be that guy to get rare PS2 games. Yeah. Huh. And yeah, so it, it's definitely there. I I mean I think it right now it's booming again since we're all at home. Right. Yeah, that makes but, sense. Jesus, that was, Super Mario 3. <laughs> well, oh, next I, week. 
Yeah. I should point out before we move on that we are actually going against the will of the listeners. Uh, basically, Shadowgate came out basically almost exactly four to one in the online vote. They got about 80, 80% of the online vote went for Shadowgate. You guys are crazy. But, I mean, and, I, and that may just be because <laughs> they're familiar with it from our previous episode and River City Ransom, you know, is a cult sure. favorite and didn't have quite the, the mainstream exposure. But hopefully after hearing us rave about it, and they can go back and watch the stream, you know, two hours of fun uh, on our... It's probably not on Twitch anymore at this point, but it is on our YouTube page, which there's a link to on Twitch. Which there's not really anything on our YouTube page other than streams from Twitch that are beyond the, whatever, 15 days or however long they hold on to old streams. Uh, but that way, if you want to go back and watch old stuff, you can. Um, yeah, so we now know River City Ransom will move on to face the winner between the aforementioned Vice Project Doom and another game that got a first round by Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, so, that's going to be interesting. That will that be interesting. Is... <laughs> yeah, um, Mario 2 Super is Mario... it's the weakest of the three NES Mario games. So why but... is it the weakest before, like, I mean, we could talk about it when we get to the episode. Yeah. But... I, I'm very curious to see why Super Mario 2 is regarded as the weakest of them all. For me, it's because it's it wasn't originally intended to be a Mario game. So it doesn't have oh, okay. a lot of the, like Mario tropes. Uh, it was originally a game, I think it was called Doki Doki Panic, that was then kind of reskinned after the success of Mario to be a Mario sequel. Which is why it doesn't have Goombas or Koopas or Bowser or any of the like the the Mario kind of stalwart characters. Right. And why you're fighting like you know new enemies like Shy Guys and Albatoss and Birdo, which some of those characters wound up becoming iconic. Yeah, that's so um, funny because now Shy Guys are like yeah, Shy Guys and Birdo have yeah. both you know they're kind of mainstays of the franchise now. Um. That's in, I did not know that. But yeah, it was it was not originally meant to be, which is why like they have power or abilities in that game that they don't in any for quite a while. Like Peach being able to float and Luigi with his like high jumps with the leg kicks and like that. You don't really see that until you know kind of later in the franchise when the focus goes you know to kind of the supplementary characters. But yeah, right. at least for me, that's why I like Mario 1 and 3 better. Um, just because 2 doesn't really feel like a Mario game, even though it's got Mario characters in it. Interesting. Yeah, I, like, well, I like the gonna... kind of straightforward platforming elements of 1 and 3 more than I like the, you know, digging up vegetables and throwing them at things that you get into. Right. But we'll see. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Vice Project Doom was a you know kind of a pleasant surprise in round 1. Uh, we'll see how it holds up as we played again against Mario 2. That uh, that episode won't be coming out for a while. Our next episode next week uh, is actually going to feature two games we played in round one. Uh, the number 29 seed Adventure Island and the number 93 seed, which pulled off the biggest upset in round one, I think. Uh, Little Samson. Oh, no, 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 no. It was uh, whatever game it was that beat Snake, Rattle, and Roll was the biggest upset. Uh, Astion X so, was the biggest. Astion X, right? Uh, it's funny that we were talking about expensive games, and I know Little Samson is one of those games. Oh yeah, yeah. Little Samson is going for quite a few. So <laughs> interesting. 
Yeah. And it, and we'll tell you why, because I think I think this game playing it again. Yeah. Pretty good. It's it <laughs> it's it's really, really good for, you know, uh we talk a lot we played what did we decide, twenty nine platformers in round one? Uh Little Samson's definitely a, a top tier in that that genre. So, yeah. yeah. So join us next week for Adventure Island and Little Samson. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to see the bracket in a, as as a whole, yeah, not in a whole. If you want to see the entire bracket, go to challenge.com slash kings of consoles. Challenge is C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E uh, dot com slash kings of consoles. Buy us a cup of coffee or, you know, if you're feeling generous, uh, you know, a new computer. K-O-F-I.com slash kings of consoles. <laughs> Uh, you can watch our Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash kings of consoles, facebook.com slash kings of consoles. We are at kings of consoles on Twitter. Uh, personally, I'm at loopy date on Twitter. And I'm at, where am I at? Ricky G and seven. Yeah. You're, on your, you're on your third uh, handle since we started the show. So. I was like, I don't know what my handle is anymore. I forgot. <laughs> I would have jumped in and helped because I remember it now. Um, it took me a couple of weeks to remember the new one, but I got it now. Ricky G and seven. Uh, yeah. So join us next week for adventure Island versus little Samson. Stay well, stay healthy, stay home, wear a mask. If you have to leave the house. Um, and yeah, just play old games, play old games. See you next week. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pat Dooley. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just me.